are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, we're going to be breaking down the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, including Sami Zayn's heel turn. We're going to be talking about... Sister Abigail's fucked up alupagusness. We're going to be talking about the New Japan tournament and uh, WrestleMania predictions tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. Uh, welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Chester Jobberspot. <laughs> <laughs> and back with us, the returning champion, we have Two Beer Zach Pullman. What's going on, Zach? Uh, man, not much, man. It feels uh, good to be back in the studio. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, I had a good time with my main man, but uh, it's good to be back. Did you have a good time listening to the podcast last week? I did. It was nice to hear like that first half and the end, like... Usually I listen to it the next morning and uh, it's always a good time reliving it, but it's fun to like listen to it for the first time and have no fucking idea what anybody's going to say. <laughs> so. We had kind of a pretty good idea of what we were going to say. I mean, it was going to be Jason yelling at me a whole lot. And <laughs> to his right, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? It's all good in the hood, baby. What's up with you? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, we bought a car last night. Congratulations. For the wife. Yeah, the wife bought a car last night. We went out uh, looking to test drive and we ended up buying. And then... Uh, How's that work? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I can tell you how it worked. Wifey said we're getting a new car. No, it was more me. I was like, we're not, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to go test drive cars again. Like, I fucking hate it. So I'll drive the old car. She can drive the new car. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff tonight. We got a lot of shit to get to. Let's do it. Including our WrestleMania predictions, which we're going to do six months out to add a little bit of life into our uh, prediction pool to see who has to take the knife edge chop. From Mr. Kurt Stallion. From Mr. Kurt Stallion. Uh, before we get too far into it, we will say that tonight's podcast is brought to you by Soul Taco. Uh, they are delicious Korean-Mexican fusion food all around the St. Louis and Illinois area. Uh, they have spots in the U-City Loop in Chesterfield. They have two food trucks driving around. They have a place in Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois. So if you guys like great, fast, casual, really delicious food. No shit. Korean, Mexican fusion. They got burritos. They got tacos. They got quesadillas. They got bowls. They got all sorts of good shit. So check out Soul Taco. They're a sponsor of the show. They're a friend of the show. And uh, go and check them out. And without further ado, let's get to our, oh, I should say, we're also here in St. Louis at Beautiful Shock City Studios. And finally, we got the man back. We got Sam <laughs> all Sam the Engineer, our favorite engineer. Mr. Perfect's back, baby. You know, Sam, I, I know you listen to the podcast every week, but we always tell the other engineers that they're our favorite. Truth is, you're He's the guy. The man. You're the guy. <laughs> Andrew, it means nothing. That'll Still bring nothing. us to our three counts. <sighs> Two beers, Zach Poland. What's the one count? Uh, one count is going to have to be the Shield reunion. Uh, I mean, big deal. Uh, Shield debuted, broke up, and reunited all in Indianapolis, Indiana. Just a yeah, mere four I didn't hours know, away. I didn't know that was true until they said that. I was like, really? They debuted, broke up. 
and reformed all in Indianapolis. Continuity, brother. I mean, that's what WWE is all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> We've come full circle. Full circle. But yeah, uh, I mean, for somebody who was not as active whenever the Shield uh, was happening, uh, and for somebody who is, I mean, I'm a Roman Reigns fan. Like, I like him. I think uh, he gets a, a bad rap. I think it's fun to hate on him. He's kind of like the ice cube of uh, of wrestling. Ooh, yeah. nice. He's the someone one that you love to hate. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, I thought it was real cool. Uh, you know, I'd never really been so happy to see three dudes fist each other on live TV. <laughs> what the fuck is I that? Mean, he really does have some one-liners tonight. <laughs> He's saying, oh, man, I had a week off. I mean, I got, I got, I got shit. So, what did you think about the Shield reunion? I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was pretty magical too. That uh, I mean, they got print t-shirts pressed in like an hour. Like, that was, that didn't take was, very long, did that, it? That shit was done a week ago. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so I asked Jason earlier, I said, didn't you mark out a little bit for this? And Jason said, no, I didn't mark out at all. I said, you marked out a little bit though, right? And he said, no, I didn't mark it out. Jason, you didn't mark out at all? No, I mean, and I'm not saying it to be contrarian. I'm just, I, I see the big picture and that to me is probably why I'm not marking it out. It's, this is about Roman Reigns getting over. That's the end game. It's the one of the last. I thought John Cena was the last step. No, apparently we're going to get the Shield together and make that the last step. It. I don't know if there will be a last step. It, it might not be. He might never get over. He it. might never get over. But As this a face. is the, okay. Fair enough. Better choice of words. As a face, he might not ever get over. But this is our latest attempt to get him over. You get. All three guys together, you get, you know, guys like Zach that are all hyped, ready to go. And, and for the most part, the people I've interacted with, they're all excited about the Shield. And I'm happy for you guys. Ultimately, I take this as this is an indictment on what Roman Reigns has done, what creative has done. And now this is our latest uh, opportunity to try to right the wrongs that we've done in the past. Roman Reigns is is just who he is. And we just have to accept that. He's not going to be the John Cena, the Rock, Are you saying Austin. that we have to accept it? No. Not, Are you saying that Vince has to accept Vince it? Vince has to probably accept it. I don't, look, as far he as I'm concerned. He ain't going to. He's not going to. And, and every step is something new to, okay, this didn't work, let's try this. Okay, that didn't work, let's try that. It doesn't... We, as the three of us, we are the hardcore base. We're not going anywhere. Let's just say we're representative of the internet wrestling community. Okay. IWC. Fair enough. I just got got a hard problem with the fact that we're putting them together to get Roman over. Then looking a little down the line, who's going to stop the shield? I mean, at this point... They just they're gonna start running rough shot over this roster. That doesn't seem fun to me. I'm not You're getting a- ready to get Braun Strowman into this TLC match where he's going. He's not probably going to take the fall, but the, I would be stunned if the Shield didn't win this fight. I'm you know a, what I'm saying? I'm not what does Braun, why does Braun Strowman have to be a part of this match? Are we just that desperate to get him on the the pay-per-view uh, next week or whatever the case may be? And so this is the way to do it? As much as there's, you know, they do things right, to me this is just the wrong way no, to go No, that's fair. I thought, I thought adding Braun was a little bit too much too. Like they're trying to stack. To, right. tell, you, to tell you the truth, like it should have been a more formidable opponent for the Shield in their first thing back well, would have been Braun, Sheamus, and Cesaro. 
For okay. some reason, as much as I love Miz, and I do love the Miz, yeah, he's just he's not very. They don't. Good they in don't the ring. They don't. No, he's fine in the ring. They just don't treat him like he's as big of a deal in the ring as the other guys. For I mean, sure. he's a chicken shit heel. Yeah, which you can't say about Sheamus or Cesaro. They're badass heels, right. and and Braun's a world beater. Right. So. I could like the four on three thing makes me think that we're probably not going to get all the way there with four on three. Somebody bows out like the Miz will get put out or I I, I don't know what's going to happen. But if it's a four on three, if it's a the other thing about it, I mean, if it's a handicap match, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It's pretty transparent. Yeah, I understand more so to my point. No, I'm agreeing with you. Um, but I think that if you put, I, I just don't know. You're having seven of your main event guys all in one match at TLC, right? Like those are your seven biggest guys in the company on Raw. If you don't include Brock, no Samoa Joe either. But go go ahead. But the, those are the seven biggest guys. Yeah, for sure. Those are the guys. Yeah, and they're all going to be in one match. Look, it's it's the now if they have the Shield lose. <laughs> That would be something different. <laughs> if the Shield loses, I quit. Yeah, they're not going to lose. Okay. I know they're not going to lose. Okay. But let's go back to the markout moment when they finally came out together. I mean, here's my problem with that. Roman Reigns has been using the Shield music for this whole time. Mm-hmm. Ever since they broke up and now that they're back, he's been using the Shield music. That, to me, is part of the the reason why I don't think I really got into it. Because that music is part is like the, your, the key to, you know, to get excited or whatever the case may be. If you like the Shield, you get up, you start cheering. If you don't, you stand up, you boo your ass off. This all it when I hear that music, I think Roman Reigns. And that not, that's not what I would think they were trying to do. I hope they if go they back to the entrances, like coming out of the crowd. Like, yeah, how much much bigger would the pop have been if they if they would have given Roman his own music like they gave Dean and Seth his own music? I think it'd have been huge. And when Miz and the bar and Axel were in there tonight, they put out the shield music and they put the shield music. And then those like for the first time in how long has it been? Three and a half years. Yeah. And then those motherfuckers started walking in from the crowd. That place, that place would have lost its shit. That's what you should have did. And that's kind of the reason why. I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, it, it's the shield, no big deal. You just it, they shouldn't have broke him up it's when that. they did, and they got him back together too early. For me, it's just not enough time to really be like, man, I miss these guys. You know what I'm saying? That plus you're trying to get Roman over in the wrong way. Plus they're getting ready to run rapid over the, the raw roster. I'm just this is I'm not serious, excited. Serious question. Talk to me. It's been three and a half years since they were together. Sounds right. Dean's never been a heel. Roman's never been a heel. Seth's been a heel most of the time. Do you think that it seems like it hasn't been long enough that they've been broken up because you're older and time flies by more? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, because when people broke up in college, if you if somebody broke up in college, I don't know if like the Steiner brothers or some shit like that, they broke up in college. Like time just moves slower when you're younger. And then like when Damn, they get back together. Dead. No, I'm not no. genuine. It's like dating somebody from freshman to senior year, and it's like, oh, they dated for fucking ever. Right. 
Or just, well, I, mean, I mean, I dated a chick in high school for eight months, and like, I call her my high school sweetheart. <laughs> she probably doesn't say the same shit about me. <laughs> I don't wonder why. <laughs> Three and a half years is a good chunk of change. Uh, I think it's a you know good portion of time, especially I'm, if I'm they not break up again. I'm not I'm mad a- about it. I'm gonna enjoy the ride and see where it leads. And speaking about them breaking up again, I mean, what if it's Roman to break them up, and that's whenever we get the heel turn, and they. Realize to get Roman over, they just got to turn him heel. It might. I don't know. Dean's the next to flip. Man, that crowd was hot for it, though. Yeah. Look, do not misunderstand. I get it. I totally get it. This is this generation's NWO, Four Horsemen, Evolution, whatever faction you want to throw in it. I totally get it. Myself, as JCB, not into it. Historically, do you think that... um, the shield is more in line with the four horsemen or with the NWO Zach. I'd say the four horsemen just because it's a more, it's a tighter unit NWO. There was, you know, there was a couple inside guys like at first, but really it just became like a smorgasbord of whoever would fucking put on the t-shirt that week. Um, Four horsemen always seemed like they fucking ran the place and it was an elite group and you didn't get into it easily. Um, unless you're Steve Mongo McMichael. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, you know, I, I think they're more like them. JCB. I agree. Um, I can't remember who, I think it was Roman that said that, you know, we're the workhorses of the company. You know, this is the elite group. And that's all, that's what the four horsemen were. And that's what they presented themselves to be. That being said, um, time will tell that what, what happens the second time around. Um, that's the only thing I'm, I can even say I'm kind of interested in is, you know, how how strong they're going to be booked. We know they're going to be booked strong. There's no question about that. Do they run rampant over the roster is my biggest concern. I almost think as a faction, they are, um, and I didn't mean this to be a trick question, but I almost think as a faction, they're a little bit different because they were all introduced together as this uh, killer threesome that threesome. <laughs> that goes in, that goes around and just kills everybody because they went right after, I think the first thing they ever did was went after Punk, right? Ryback. Right I thought they threw Ryback right through the uh, the table. Uh, and it was a Ryback-Punk right match? Yes. And they threw Ryback right through the table? Yeah, because they were trying to, you know, put, put the angle that the Shield had something to do with CM Punk trying to flip him heel, turn Ryback's right face. Regardless, they were they were introduced together. Yeah. To the mainstream audience, right. this would be for NXT. Right. This would be for NXT is what it, it is, is now. now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just... I, they'll the not, horse, it'll, the it'll, the never be, it'll never be done like that again, again, because nobody had any idea what they were. The horsemen... When they came in, everybody was like, that's Tyler Black and John right, Moxley right. and uh, some big old Samoan dude. Yeah. Like, nobody knew who the fuck they were. Horsemen came out the same way. They uh, they jumped Dusty Rhodes. But the horsemen the day, had... But, but those were already established wrestlers, though. Okay, and if you're going that route, I, I can agree with that because basically what, when the Shield first came out, I'm like, who the fuck are these jokes? These, these three guys will always be tied together for, for sure. the rest for of their, their lives. lives. Yeah, I was going to say, if they all go to the Hall of Fame individually, great, but then at some point they'll go into the Hall of Fame as the Shield. They're always going to be connected. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just not excited like everybody else is. All right, we got more stuff to get to, and that's going to bring it to our two count. JCB, what's the two count? 
Two count. Let's go back to uh, Sunday for the uh, the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Oh um, yeah. We had, uh, I guess, that was six or seven matches. Two in the actual Hell in the Cell eight. cage. Eight. Eight total matches. Two in the cage. cage. Okay. Um, two in the cell. Two in the cell. The first match, in my opinion, the first match, the Hell in a Cell tag team match, and then the last match, the main event, KO and Shane were probably the two best matches of the the whole night. I kind of lean a little bit towards the tag team match being the best of all the bunch, including the main event, just because with the Hell in a Cell, you, in my mind, I'm usually thinking of a lot of blood, a lot of, you know, just heavy spots into the cage. This would, and I said it to a good friend of mine, this was the closest thing to a true quote unquote hell in the cell match that you, that we've had in a long, long time in the PG era, in the reality era, whatever you want to call it. The first one, the Usos versus Usos New, Day? For New Day. Yeah. I mean, just kendo sticks, just, you know, really when, innovative use of the kendo, kendo sticks. sticks, that they, kendo stick prison. I was like, holy shit. Okay. Things like that when they had uh, Xavier handcuffed and they hung him up against the uh, the ring post yeah. and proceeded to beat him like a runaway slave. I mean, yeah, well, look, I mean, that's what they did. I mean, shit, back in the day on Sunday night. Ultimately, they did Listen, more. As a white guy, I feel the need to tell you <laughs> as a black man, I can't say what that. should offend you. Oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> that that can, should can, offend you. Can you do that? And can you tell me when to kneel in protest as well? Yes. Okay. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. We have it like built into our jeans. <laughs> it's like a sixth sense. Yeah. It I really will is. say, I, I love that match also. I think the exact same as JCB. I like the tag match. They came out, and I was like, there's no way anybody's topping this. And nobody did. No. But. There were really nice bookends. KO and Shane did a great job of closing out the show. Um, I loved Corey Graves. I always love him, but I don't think the sentence, a strategically placed plethora of trombones uh, tr- trombones has ever been <laughs> uttered. No, hell no. Um, not even close. And uh, yeah, and the KO Shane thing, I mean, I was like, at the start of the match, I'm like, they're going to fucking kill each other. This is going to be great. Did you and see by, it coming? Well, no. And But by the end of it, I was like, can you please get down? <laughs> I was like so nervous. Yeah. That's and, exactly how I felt. And I actually, I know that most of the IWC thought that the first match was the best match of the night. I don't even think it's a question. Well, the build-up, even though the build-up for KO Shane was short, it was impactful because yeah. of the Vince thing. But the build-up for... All of those amazing matches leading up were what they, really led. They did it the way you're kind of supposed to do it. Well, I wouldn't say that the KO Shane buildup was short. I would say that the New Day Usos buildup probably warranted the Hell in the Cell match more than the Shane KO match sure. did. Um, but I thought that the best match of the night was KO Shane just because of this. It's just because of what... Like what? What? Why do you like wrestling? What is wrestling supposed to make you feel? Like I was watching that KO Shane match, and I was a lot like Zach. Like when they got down off the cage, I was like, "Fuck Thank yeah, God. please get down!" Yes. I was like, "This is not funny anymore, guys." Because there was at one point where they were, they basically had a whole wrestling match on top Coming of the, the cell, cell, yeah, where they were doing power bombs and all that yeah. shit. And like at one point, Shane kind of tripped and he kind of like went stumbling back. Oh yeah, and I thought. Man, if he was one part of the cell over, you know, because it was like a grid, you know, if he was one part of the cell over and he did that, 
he would have gone tumbling down. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there. I was nervous for yeah, those guys. For sure. that, there's no question. About I was like, there's no reason for anybody to die in this match. Yeah, and no. when KO teased the frog splash like, you oh, better yeah. not. on the top of the cage, I was like, no, no. I was like, no, don't. By myself, the wife went to bed. I was by myself on my recliner. And I was looking at it. I said, no, 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 no. Just get down. Get down. What are you doing? We need you. And don't die. Like, I don't want to watch anybody die. No, fuck that. that and was even, not even, close. even the Even the big spot that Shane took, you know, the one that he did at WrestleMania, it looked like the uh, announcer's table kind of gave. Like it was cushioned or something. Mm-hmm. Like it had like an airbag underneath it. There was no cushion. It didn't look like that the other night. Dude, no. he came down rough. And internet. Like mankind. Uh, oh, yeah. thrown off at the top of the cell. Yes, that's and what it looked like. They teased that, too, and I was like, I don't need to see that ever again. Uh, but the internet sleuths like, saw a guy uh, do the math. Sami Zayn had 1.1 seconds to grab, based on the height of the cell and the gravitational fall, 1.1 seconds to grab KO and get him off that table as far as like the fall goes. <laughs> Oh, if you if you watch it from the angle that they showed it, like Shane jumps before Sammy even grabs him. Yeah, and I know they say that Shane jumped forty feet. It wasn't forty feet, but he no, jumped about twenty. He jumped twenty feet, which is a long oh, fucking, fucking way yeah. for a forty-seven-year-old dude to fall into a table. Okay, and he just. I mean, just laid this table out. I've oh, watched it like five or six yeah, times. It looks bad. It, yeah. it just looks like as he's getting closer to the ground, it's like he's speeding up. And I'm just like, oh, 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 The best part Christ. was what Bill tweeted about. He's all like, McMahon's really need to talk to their grandkids about kayfabe because like the, <laughs> they were just all about yeah, it. When he's Kevin, like rubbing his face into the into the cage and he's yeah, just that like, really bothered say me. hello to daddy. And they're like, hey, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all laughing. They were like, no, no, no. <laughs> and like, <laughs> what did KO say? KO was perfect. Oh, he was drawing the whole match. Yeah, he was drawing the whole match. He's the best. No, it was without question. Um, outside that, uh, there, I can't really think of another match that I really particularly enjoyed. I want to get back to the KO Shane thing. I did like the triple threat match. I thought that was a good use of Ty Dillinger. Yeah. Although I question the decision of putting Ty Dillinger in there to take the pin instead of AJ just to have AJ lose clean to Baron Corbin the next night. That's not. What, 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 Vince is the genius. I'm not the genius. I mean, ultimately, what's the difference? I mean, you, you, you wanted to keep AJ strong until Tuesday where you have this singles match and you if you're well, going to put Baron Corbin it. over oh, yeah, then, we're done with it. Yeah. then you're going to have to have him with a signature queen win gender, was, queen gender win. was conspicuously absent from he needs to be after that performance on Sunday night good lord okay well let's get into that then uh, the title match at Hell in the Cell was gender versus Nakamura thoughts JCB same old, same old. I mean, even though they ran the the Singh brothers off and gender wins queen, which is the, the only highlight of this, the build was the same that we've seen before. It's anti-American rhetoric. Well, not even this case, but it's anti- It's just racist. Racist, you know, whatever you want to call it in this sentence. The same stale promos, the same stale matches. Now, at this point, and I was having this debate this afternoon, I'm at the point now where, you know, five months ago, and I can't even believe it's been five months. Five months ago, I was all for this. I didn't, yeah. you know, I, 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 I want to build new stars up. Now, five months later, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm getting to go over this. You know, it's it would be different if they did something 
else with Jinder Mahal, but it's the same old stuff. It does more to hurt Nakamura than it did to build Jinder Mahal. Two beer. Yeah, absolutely. Nakamura doesn't need any sliding because, I mean, he's I mean, he's great. We have no worries about Nakamura, but the way that they've treated him has not been amazing. Um, I think that they actually will lead to the AJ he didn't. Nakamura thing, and I think that will actually really help to get him over. He didn't look very inspired the other night, though. No, I mean, and how would you be? I mean, yeah, you're in a world title match, but you're in one with Jinder Mahal. And it's like JCB said, it's the same old, same old. I was gung-ho for this. I don't want to talk about it a bunch just because I'm just mad. (laughs) Um, No, it sucked. No, it was not very good. It was not cool. It was not a fun match. It was not a good match. Jinder won clean, which seems stupid. Yeah, because now where do we go? Yeah, I'll tell you where we go. Back to Sami Zayn and KO, and we'll talk about that heel turn that Sami Zayn did. And then Sami Zayn cut a spectacular promo in front of a dead crowd on Thursday, on Tuesday Tuesday night. night. Yeah, it was fucking great. He, the best kind of heel is the heel that thinks that he's correct, right? And the heel that has the proof to back it up, right? Even though he's not correct. No, I'll say this: the I got spoiled, and I've found out about. The heel turn about halfway through the pay-per-view. I had to go to a a wedding, and then I watched it afterwards. Coming from that, my biggest question for Tuesday night is, okay, we did this, but now I need the explanation why. And it can't be just, you know, let's throw something against the wall and hope it sticks. It has to be coherent. It has to be relative to the situation at hand. And Sammy presented it right. Look, I've been basically played since day one at Raw. I came to SmackDown. You told me you were going to make me this big... He said, maybe if I try my best in three or four years, I'll get my shot. Okay, perfect. That just shows now... That's just kayfabe enough and just shoot enough to to make sense. Now, you're like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. And then... My favorite part was when KO said that he's going to turn Smack that he he had turned SmackDown into his own personal paradise, and he's calling it Kevin's Heaven. <laughs> That's my favorite Who part. That Zach, what do you think great. about Sammy's promo? I mean, I thought a little bit differently. Um, it was mostly because whenever the turn happened, I thought it was going to go two ways. It was going to go the way that it did, or it was going to be him coming out with like pure babyface intentions for interfering in the match and that Shane was going too far. Like saving his buddy or something. Like saving his buddy. And even though um, he's like the the battered wife who like never calls the cops <laughs> on the guy on the guy that hits her all the time. Like, you know, he just beats her, beats her and beats her and he just keeps going back. I felt like that's my was, fault. It's my fault. Yeah. And I just thought he might have a little bit more babyface intentions. The 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 turn was fine. His promo was great. He's really good on the mic. I'm so excited that he's like catapulted to this main event that picture. Has to, that has to be the longest promo he's ever done. Oh, absolutely. I don't think he's done one even at that length in, on NXT. But I would have, I don't know, I thought I would have liked a little bit more kind of shades of gray instead of just like going from like, you know, you know, straight no, face. Uh, straight see, face. I, dis- I, I disagree completely. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, and I, I got that from. I want that black and white. Yeah, yeah. So I was about to say he jumped over and he did it right. I, I have no problem with this. Do you guys, and, and we've spent a lot of time on this, but I, I do have another question. Do you guys think it's funny that when you think about the entire build up to the KO Shane match, and I put this on Twitter at BFR Bill, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR JCB, at BFR Pod, banned from Ringside on Facebook, friends of BFR on Facebook. Do you guys think it's funny when you think about the build-up, KO and Shane, and you think about the headbutt defense, which was... The headbutt heard round the world. The headbutt heard round the world, that it was all done 
to get Sammy over. I like that. Yeah, I, like I mean that, that might not have been the intention that they started out with, but that's but what that's happened. certainly what happened. Yeah. It was and, all done to get Sammy over, and, and I'm all for it because Sammy Zayn is a talent that has been criminally wasted since day one coming onto the main roster. If this is what we need to do to get him back to relevant, get him back into a main event scene, I'm all for it. Two beer, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you need a 911 to get Bush over, I mean, this is. It's the same way as... Uh, <laughs> He's back! <laughs> and that'll bring us to our three count! All right, the three count Sister Abigail. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on Sister Abigail. Please, but let's not. I think I said that Bray was going to be Sister Abigail and that Sister Abigail was not going to be a woman wrestler. And it turns out... I was right. I think if you listen back to last week's Jesus, podcast, that was my favorite. He gets a part. six and two think, record, and all I, of a sudden now no, he's no, 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 I think I also said <laughs> that Sammy. I think I also said that it was going to be a Sammy Zayn heel you turn. You did. You did. I'll give you credit. You did. That doesn't mean anything. You don't get points for it. I really enjoyed that conversation. Drop the pen. Drop this the pen. is not a mic. I can't drive it, but you guys said that there was a gender <laughs> equality uh, discussion beforehand. I thought you might have been talking about Jinder Mahal. But, uh, <laughs> no, and I, I made re- that joke too. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, that part of it. I was sad that I didn't get to uh, launch in, and I'm not gonna. We we we're kind of over time right now. I'm not gonna launch into my whole thing, especially after we've already seen it. I thought it was cool. It was super creepy. I know a lot of people would rather forget about it, even people in this room, but it was interesting. Yeah, I don't think he's coming out in drag like a goth Mrs. Doubtfire or something like that. Like <laughs> he's just going to be like That would be dope. It was yeah. It, I would be way into that. Yeah, absolutely. But at the end of the day it's just like him be creating a more complex character and that's what Bray Wyatt's all about is character and this is a an added layer of complexity to that character. So ACB two thoughts thought one is like i said before if if they book sister abigail slash bray wyatt to beat finn bauer that's not a good look on finn bauer especially if you're really talking about positioning him to go after how can sister abigail lose though that okay there you go that was my second point so to me this is i mean we're we're now at a point where they just what the what the fuck are we really supposed to do they should have done this shit on luke harper or something not on finn Finn bauer Bauer. that's that's the half of the bludgeon brothers Jesus the Bludgeon Christ. Brothers, yeah. Uh, we'll leave that for another day. Yeah, the right. Bludgeon Brothers is really that, bad. Ultimately, that's my biggest. I love problem. Luke Harper too. I fucking he love can Luke go, Harper. but he's just he's just now he's stuck with Eric. Rowe. So I'll I'll say this about Sister Abigail. Um, I called it, and that'll do it for <laughs> three counts. He is so proud about this. <laughs> All right, time out, Sam. This is banned from ringside. So I don't know if you guys, uh, the listeners out there, watched any of the King of Pro Wrestling tournament in New Japan uh, over the last week. But what, uh, wasn't a tournament; just uh, it's just it was just a straight card. But the card, yeah, yeah. the King of Pro Wrestling. So, uh, but my man JCB and my man Two Beer Zach, I watched the highlights of it. But why don't you guys <laughs> tell us a little bit more about it, Zach? You watched the or Zach? Tell us about the Evil versus Okada match. Yeah, so my wife, uh, you know, bless her, uh, put a TV in our bedroom for the first time. Biggest mistake um, ever. Yeah, so that was actually something going on in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she doesn't listen anyway, guys. I was it's okay. say, she definitely doesn't listen. Uh, yeah, I got a Fire Stick. They got the New Japan app. Um, it works pretty good. Uh, so I was watching this super late at night, and uh, it was a great, great pay-per-view. Um, so 
quick hits just go in the back half of the card uh will osprey and kushida fantastic match i really like kushida a Actually, lot i did watch that one it was awesome it was it was great like i love his back to the future gimmick those guys just absolutely gave it their all um you just feel bad for him at the end of the match like just you yeah, know what? somebody like, had to lose man uh, yeah i'm just like empathetic uh that marty springboard stunner that osprey did at the end oh was yeah sick. unreal yeah. marty squirrel comes out and breaks takahashi's fingers hiromu takahashi uh right as he's about to issue a challenge for the new uh junior heavyweight champion will osprey and marty squirrel um issues the challenge so it looks like it's going to be squirrel and osprey uh then we had uh, Naito versus Ishii in a match for the briefcase, which I'm going to let JCB talk about because he's the biggest Naito <laughs> mark that I know. Uh, but I fucking love that match too. And uh, Okada Evil. So we have Okada. Basically, I mean, this is a career match because um, with the finish and Okada went over, he is now the longest reigning IWGP champion in history. He surpassed 489 days. He is also the second most defending IWGP champion right after Tanahashi. So this was his 20th or 21st I think it was 20th. defense. So um, Okada is just solidifying himself as, as a legend. Uh, they really gave it their all. Uh, they were really selling the Okada uh, neck injury. He took a lot of really nasty neck bumps. Man, I wonder how many defenses punk had when he was doing his 450 470 day side of ring. punk yeah good be, question i'm sure was, we can find he, out yeah it'd be fun need okay. to get our stat guy on that yeah no shit but uh general you're on it there were some amazing spots in that there was i think my favorite was uh whenever uh they were outside and they were teasing all the the chair shots because in their last match uh Evil did his finisher on Okada on the chairs, and that was one reason why they were selling that Okada neck injury. But there was a spot where he had thrown Evil into the stands, and then he was going to do a running jump over the barricade, and Evil throws a chair at Okada, which he just ducks smooth as fuck, and, and then jumps over. over. Yeah, that was yeah. So, um, you know, spoiler alert, Okada's still the champion. <laughs> Even though I don't think anybody's surprised, but we got to see Evil elevated to that that main event scene, and he was great. JCB. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, kind of on the same tone, the match before that was uh, Ishii versus Naito, basically for the right to wrestle Okada as the uh, the number one contender at Wrestle Kingdom uh, next January. Another solid match. They've had This is a, a spillover from the G1 tournament where they were basically on the, uh, the same block or whatever the case may be, so they had to get it on at least one other time before that it was it's it's all the reasons why i like new japan and i'll keep this brief it's it's storyline continuity it it starts with this it continues on over and then it's spilled into monday morning where you have these two guys wrestling for the number one contender spot great match uh a little over 20 minutes um and in, in the ring also like the storytelling is told within the ring so yeah. like they they build off of stuff that happens in matches it, Prior to that, you know, right. tag team matches, the G one tournament, they'll the do in they'll do in WWE every once in a while, but it, but it just, but New Japan does it to a different type of level, and it, it feels like New Japan does it right because even though you have two other guys that have nothing to do with the two that are eventually going to wrestle, they kind of find some way to intermingle it all in, kind of like a nice little gumbo, and it all works itself out. So ultimately, we're gonna have. Uh, Okada versus Naito in January at Wrestle Kingdom, 
It should be. That's going to be badass. Yeah, it should be a yeah. great match. Um, We're all going to Jason's house to watch it. Yeah, I was hey, going to say. Everybody listening. Everybody listening. Everybody listening is invited to Jason's house to watch it. It's probably going to start about 4 a.m. Yeah, so y'all, all, y'all can't come over to my house all banged up. I'm going to need y'all to be cool until we get into the house. I'm going to be could, real I'm, banged up. I'm banging up. five grand rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you can be drunk all you want in the house. Just can't be drunk outside the house. <laughs> real real quick, I just wanted to, I just said I wasn't going to say anything because I, I was going to let you, but I really love that match. And um, they did a lot of fantastic storytelling. We have Don Callis and Kevin Kelly who do a good job of giving us some exposition. But we don't hear those guys, John, because we don't speak the language. But uh, one thing I loved about that match, there was actually a couple spots that, like, might have been perceived like as botches, but they just flowed so smoothly yeah. and they just completely like worked it back in and then worked it into like an over the top move. Like yeah. it was fucking seamless. Yeah, that, I say that's and ultimately like it's I said, the best I, wrestling in the world. I, look, and I'm a I'm a WWE guy. I always will be. I always still watch it, but just New Japan just does it for me personally. In the ring, the storylines, the whole shebang. It's it's what I would want as a mark. This is banned from ringside. All right, guys. So we're going to do something a little different now to add a little bit of spice. No, it's actually to get Bill back into the race. To our prediction race. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do our WrestleMania picks six months out, which means that we're going to try to predict... We're going to, uh, from our Friends of BFR page. There you go. Shout out to Friends of BFR. Shout out to Friends of BFR. Uh, I wrote down every suggestion for every, every name. For a wrestler. Every name. In a head. And every name is in a head. And I'm going to pull out a name. And if you can get, if you're going to predict who he's fighting at WrestleMania, if you get it right, you get 10 points. 10 points. If you say he's going to fight in the multi man match, which is four or more people, like the. Andre the, the Giant, Giant Battle, Battle Royal. Royal. That's going to be 10 points. If you say that he's in the match and it's a triple threat match or something. It's partial credit. We're thinking like You're going to get five points. Yeah. You, so, think, you can't get it all, but you, you got some of it right. Think go like ahead, uh, go ahead and, geometry. And, oh, and we're going to write them down, and we're not going to throw them to each other. We're going to take a minute and write it down. So he got first there, Zach. I have BC, which I imagine is Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. So who's and you could also write off the card, which will get you ten points if he doesn't. Now that doesn't include the pre-card, pre-match. But who do you think Baron Corbin is going to be fighting at WrestleMania? I think I'm gonna go with Steve Patterson. Go ahead and think about it. Go ahead and think about it. Now this is everybody. Now don't take too long. The thinking part's going to make for real good yeah, pot. I know. Well, no, this is why I talk and I'm funny about stuff. Yeah, I'm going to give JCB the pen. Of course you are. You we're sharing bastard. We're sharing pens. JCB's crossing his arms like a mini Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing something down. I know who I have written down. It, this was a tough one. I was hoping that this one wouldn't come up. And, yeah, no uh, shit. My answer sucks. So I took the easy way out. Show your answer. Who you got? I got multi-man. I put multi-man also. I put Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pull another one out there. Which is shitty because he has already won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. So. I could see him and Dolph Ziggler on a, uh, like a pre-show match or some shit. Oh, shit. Who you got, JCB? Who you got? Here comes the money. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Let's all 
pull it up. Don't look. Don't look at me. Don't look at me, JCB. I'm not looking at you. Look at it. I'm trying to do good radio. I know you're not looking at me. I know Sam's looking at me though. Stop looking at me, Sam. All. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how they're gonna get to here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it down. <laughs> Mine's there. pretty fucking wacky too. <laughs> Who you got, Zach? Uh, I got Triple H. Fuck. I got Triple H too. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> Make it a threesome. I got Triple H too. No, you're fucking kidding me. We all got Triple H? We all got Triple H. Oh, that's mark a that wash. Out. No, mark that out. No, we're doing four yeah, more. We'll do four more. That's good. Yeah, that's stupid. Unless this keeps happening, in which case we're going to run out of wrestlers. No, we're not going to run out of wrestlers, I promise. Uh, Ambrose. Mm. Dean Ambrose. Who do you have fighting Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania? Guys, I got. I want you guys to think about this, okay? No, I think this is obviously. I shouldn't say obviously. This is probably the one that I, I can feel pretty strong about. It's gonna be Renee Young. Ooh. Wrestler <laughs> in bed. Yeah, baby. Oh. All right, who you got? Who you got? I got Seth Rollins. I got Seth Rollins too. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Next one up. Oh shit! The Miz. All right, Fuck. who's the Miz gonna fight at WrestleMania, guys? This is. Mm, let me think about this. Let me think about this. Miz is kind of hard. Yeah, Miz is kind of hard. Um, Upon the further retrospect, you would kind of think. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Man, I really don't know who to pick. <laughs> Mine's kind of weird. It actually probably won't won't work. Okay, I have one in mind who that I got? wish, but it's not going to be. Who you case. got? I got Sami Zayn. I got another multi-man match. I'm thinking it's something. I forgot ladder, that was an option. It's a yeah, ladder it's a, match of some sort. It, that's that's what I'm, my knee-jerk reaction is. It's it's going to be a ladder match. Of I some got sort. Matt Hardy. Oh, okay. I don't have a problem with that. It, you know, long-term booking. You know, Matt's going to have to go on a singles run at some point. At some point. All right, pick one out, JCB. Hey, guys, you're tuning in the band from ringside. <laughs> I think my pick Hey, for... everybody, you're tuning in the band from ringside. Oh, <laughs> my pick for Miz Christ. is actually going to be Goldust, but... Who you got? Finn Balor. Ooh, Finn Balor's going to be tough. That's going to be hard. So you got to assume that Brock is fighting Roman Reigns, right? Yeah, I think, that, that's, I think that's the one set in stone. Oh, okay. No, I got it. 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 I don't got it. Give me your pen. Thank you. I definitely got it. This is the right answer. <laughs> Sister Abigail. Man, yeah, they could have like a six month feud or something like Jesus that. Jesus Christ, no. All right, give me give me 30, 20 seconds here. Twenty seconds. That's a lot, I know. It's not gonna happen. No, I like this actually, because I mean Finn Bauer's a little difficult. Miz is difficult. Actually the three we picked are not easy. I mean, granted it's six months down the line, but Well, we also had two where we picked all the, all the same, same people. Time, yeah. <laughs> all right. Who you got? Samoa Joe. Who you got? Connor McGregor. Holy oh. shit! I got the Miz. Okay. Covering all my bases here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Connor McGregor for Finn Bal. Hey, look, they they're talking about it. It makes sense. I can see him Samoa I, Joe. 
Pick I one, like Zach. Samoa Joe. I like Samoa Joe. We got two left, as long as we don't pick something similar. Gender Mahal. Fuck. God damn it. I was hoping that you weren't going to pick that. Uh, mine was real quick. Yeah, mine was too. Is it all multi-man? I'm sorry? What do you have? John Cena. What do you I, have? Off the card. I have multi-man. Okay, so we're okay. all different no, there. That, I like that. Yeah, I, like I that. do too. John Cena. John Mine's Cena! just wishful thinking. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, you know Jenner's going to be on that card, right? One left, MFers. No, I like John Cena just in the sense that I, I think it's going to go all the way to WrestleMania. Kevin Owens. Son of a yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's been thinking about this, like, for, like, I almost think that he had that one already marked off, so we'd have to do, talk about Kevin Owens again. I'm a mark. I know you are. <laughs> Who you got? I got Triple H. Sami Zayn. I got Triple H, too. Ooh, Sami Zayn's good. Sami Zayn's All right, really we're good. keeping that one. I picked Sami Zayn for two of them. I picked Triple H for two of them. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, well, I'm, well, officially it's now one, but yeah, this is the second time around. Triple H and KO makes sense. All right, everybody. I hope that was as much fun for you guys as it was for us. Hell no. It was a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a little saying, stressful. Was it was fun, saying. but it was stressful. <laughs> hey, Sam, how long have we been going? <laughs> no, he just throws his Sam's hands up. like, yeah, you guys are just talking. I'm not paying attention to you jokers. Hey, less is more. Hey, everybody. Um... Let me check out uh, if there's anything else we want to talk about. Do you want to talk Bludgeon Brothers? Uh, we can talk Bludgeon Brothers real quick. It actually leads into something else I want to talk about. I mean, we had like the, the fashion files, though. which was uh, 2B. And then, of course, we have the Bludgeon Brothers come out. That's 2Bs. I mean, Man. Case, case fucking closed, guys. Rizongo got uh, a big pop. Yeah, they Thursday did. Night, and Tuesday the Usos night. gave them. They were, it was yeah, like, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. cool. Fuck like, you. I love how everybody loves Rizongo. Yeah, I also did. put a, oh yeah, I'm. I also put a Twitter poll up that got 16 votes, guys. Nice! And uh, it was who has a better strut, uh, Fan- Fandango or VKM, Vincent K. McMahon. Shit. And 50, 56 to 44 went Fandango. Are you I kidding love, me right now? I love Fandango. It's, his strut is great. His I comedic timing is great. <sighs> Dude, you guys are tripping, these 16 people. Uh, something else I'd like to say is that we need to stop saying that Mickey James looks good for her age. Mickey James looks good. She looks Period. good, guys. You fucking assholes. You Period. fucking misogynist assholes. She's just, she's, she looks good, okay? She's, she's a little high. And uh, Alexa Bliss has a biscuit butt. Mm. Yeah, I, you, you that, know what? That chant had that, her shook. You have daughters. Like, you shouldn't say stuff like that. <laughs> I don't. Look, I'll take a bite <laughs> of my daughters have biscuit butts. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else. I mean, I could talk forever about Sister Abigail. Enzo Kalisto. Ooh, yeah. R.I.P. Adrian Neville. He didn't die, but he left. I hope he goes to New Japan and yeah, that's kills great. shit. Okay, and, and this goes out to everybody that, that's trying to talk to me into, oh, Enzo's good. Enzo's, you know, you know, best for the cruiserweight division. So let me get this straight. I'm going to lose Neville to have Enzo as the cruiserweight champion. No, you're not Pass. wrong. You're not wrong. You just, you hate Enzo. I don't hate Enzo. There I you don't do. hate Enzo. You hate Enzo. No, I don't. He's just uh, not good in the ring. I missed the birthdays last week, so we'll do the birthdays this week. Uh, Miz is 37. Miz, got the shirt. What's Eddie, up, Miz? Eddie Guerrero, RIP, is 50. Mm. Steven Richards from my favorite faction of all time, <laughs> the, the right, right to, to censor, censor, 
It's 46. That's I thought it? He, yeah, I know. It's only 46. Jesus Christ. Dusty Rhodes, RIP, would be 72. Rikishi is 51. Taz is 50. Ricochet, newly signed Ricochet to WWE, is 29. Karen Jarrett. Mm. Ricochet got signed to WWE? Uh, that's the rumor. I, that's the rumor. I say it's not confirmed, as far as I'm concerned. Say so he just left Lucha and he's on but, but, New Japan now. But, but they lost the uh, the tag team titles uh, on that King yeah, of Pro Wrestling. Karen show. Jarrett, guys, she's I'm hot. talking about Karen Jarrett. She's hot. We no, don't. She, no, she's not. Yes, but she, she, she was she married it. to Karen Angle, and then she left no, for Karen she, Jarrett. Nikolai Volkov, sixty ish. It's a good vodka. Seventy. Jesus. Stacy Keebler. <laughs> one month older than me. She's thirty eight. Nice cookies. Wow. Turn thirty eight. You said nice cookies. Good for her. <laughs> you guys are disgusting misogynists. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we know there's a lot of other podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you listening to ours. We'd like to thank Soul Taco. Check. Shock City Studios. Check. Come out to Glory Pro Wrestling this Sunday in Alton, Illinois. Shit. Thank you very much, Zach. Yes, we uh, we are going to mm. be at Glory Pro Wrestling this Sunday in Alton, Illinois at Spalding Hall. Uh, two o'clock. It's gonna end by four five thirty. So if you guys gotta get a babysitter or something, or if you guys gotta get home before the lights come on, bring your kids. It's an all all ages show. It is all ages. They make it all ages. It's a ton of fun, guys, and we will be there. And friend our friend, show, friend of the show, Kurt Stallion, will be there. Friend of the show, Michael Elgin, will be there. Um, uh, did I say Soul Taco? Check. Did I say Shock City? Check. Did I say Sam Mall? Now you did. Check. Did I say Shock City? You did all right. Check. Did I say same all? You did all right. Check. And Chris Denman? No, you didn't. Check. Free Play Media Podcast Network? No, you didn't. Check. <laughs> For two beers, Zach Pullman, I am Bill Vagie, and to my left, as always, we have JCB and everybody. Hello!